You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, April the 13th, 2021. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The condition remains critical of the disabled IDF veteran Itzik Saidian, who set himself on fire yesterday outside a defense ministry rehabilitation office in Petah Tikva. The head of the Sheba Burn Center in Tel Shomer, Professor Yossi Hayek, said Saidian suffers extensive burns all over his body. We are doing our best to save his life, he said. The 26-year-old Saidian had suffered from post-trauma since his injury in the 2014 Gaza War. This morning, the IDF chief of staff, Lieutenant General Aviv Kochavi, issued a statement conveying wishes for a speedy and full recovery in the name of the entire IDF. Among our fighters and reservists are those whose wounds cannot be seen, and they carry with them battle scars for many years. The IDF and the people of Israel owe a vast debt to those who risk their lives to defend the country, and we must do everything to fight for them, he wrote. The chairman of the Association for IDF Disabled Veterans, Attorney Idan Kleiman, says that the Defense Ministry Rehabilitation Branch does not function properly and is in need of major reform. He said medical committees act with contempt toward disabled veterans and drag out their claims for years. He noted that three prior state controller reports on the division found failures and shortcomings in its functioning. The director general of the defense ministry, Amir Eshel, says that the fire set last night by Itzik Saidian is a desperate cry for help that requires a change in how the defense establishment deals with such issues. I am responsible, Eshel said, and he pledged to take action to prevent such occurrences from happening again. Israel's Memorial Day for Fallen Soldiers and Victims of Terror. A one-minute siren will be sounded at 8 p.m. this evening, followed by a state memorial ceremony at the Western Wall in the presence of the President and the IDF Chief of Staff. This afternoon, a memorial ceremony was held at the Foreign Ministry for members of the diplomatic staff killed in service to the country. The Prime Minister and Jerusalem Mayor are this afternoon taking part in a ceremony at the Yad Lebani Memorial in the capital. At 11 a.m. tomorrow, a two-minute siren will be sounded, followed by memorial ceremonies at 52 military cemeteries and sites around the country. Central state ceremonies will be held at Mount Herzl for those who fell in defense of the state and for those killed in terror attacks. This year, families of Israel's fallen are permitted to visit their loved ones' graves regardless of Green Pass status. Memorial ceremonies are open to the public in accordance with the coronavirus regulations. Memorial Day will conclude, and Israel's 73rd Independence Day celebrations will commence tomorrow evening, Wednesday, at the transition ceremony on Mount Herzl. Iran's Foreign Minister Mohammad Jawad Zarif says Israel made a very bad gamble in the attack on the Natanz nuclear facility because it will strengthen Tehran's position in talks with major powers to revive the 2015 nuclear deal that Washington pulled out of three years ago. In remarks at a joint news conference in Tehran with his Russian counterpart, Zarif said that in the near future, more advanced uranium enrichment centrifuges will be placed in the Natanz facility. 
The indirect talks between Iran and the United States, mediated by the remaining international signatories to the nuclear deal, resume in Vienna tomorrow. The New York Times quotes an intelligence official as saying that an explosive device was smuggled into the Natanz plant, detonated remotely, and took out both the primary and backup electrical systems. Iran has lodged a formal complaint with the International Atomic Energy Agency over the attack that it has attributed to Israel on the fortified underground facility. Coronavirus. From May 23rd, vaccinated foreign tourists will be permitted to enter Israel in organized groups based on a quota to be set. They will be required to present a current negative PCR test before the flight and take another test for antibodies upon arriving in Israel. Meanwhile, here in Israel, another 270 new coronavirus cases were diagnosed out of more than 60,000 tests that were carried out for a positive result rate of 0.4 percent. There are currently 240 people hospitalized in serious condition, 121 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the coronavirus outbreak in Israel over a year ago, 6,304 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. The number of known active cases continues to drop, currently standing at 3,369. Efforts to form a government. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu held talks in his office today with Yamina Party leader Naftali Bennett, the third meeting between the two in recent days. Yesterday, Bennett said that Yamina would support establishment of a right-wing government and that he will do his utmost to prevent a fifth election. And at the Jerusalem District Court, Ilan Yeshua, the former CEO of Walla, took the stand for his fifth day of testimony in the corruption trial of Prime Minister Netanyahu. Netanyahu faces charges of bribery, fraud, and breach of trust in Case 4000 regarding charges of regulatory favors in exchange for favorable coverage. The weather outlook, slightly warmer but still cold for the time of year. Tomorrow through Friday, warmer. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 17, Tel Aviv 19, Haifa 16, Beersheba 22, and in a lot going up to 26 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.